You've tuned into Omega Church. We are a people hungry to encounter God through worship and His Word, being witnesses to the world around us. We pray this teaching blesses you and trust God will reveal Himself to you in a new way today. And if you need prayer for healing or breakthrough, or to find out more about Omega, head to our website or Facebook page through the links below. Let me pray before we start. Father God, we want to thank you and praise you for your faithfulness and your love, God. You're a holy God. Holy of holies. Righteous of righteousness, God. You paid the price, God, so that we can be your children. You paid it twice, God, not once, but twice. You redeemed us, God. You made us, and you redeemed us, God. We want to thank you. Oh God, I pray that your word will become alive. I pray that your word will speak, God, to your children. I feel that the Lord is saying this morning, that he's going to equip you. There's going to be a fire in each one of you as you draw to him, that he will give you the desire to move to suburbs, to speak into people's lives, in your workplaces, wherever you go. There will be no more fear to speak the gospel, but he will give you, he will ignite that flame in you to speak about him. Because he says, there's not enough time and I'm going to equip you. You will speak in boldness about me. And as you start speaking about me, I will reveal things about them. Do not fear, because it is I who's revealing those secrets to you. And as I reveal those secrets, speak boldly to them, and that they will know that there is something in you, and they will ask you what it is. And you will say to him, it is about me, says the Lord. Lord, I want to thank you, God, Father, for these words that you have spoken. And I pray, God, that you will seal it, that there would be a rekindling in their hearts, God, so that you will use them as vessels for your glory. And I pray, God, that your precious anointing will fill every person this morning to overflow. This we ask, God, in your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. It's uh, always a pleasure for me every year to go around, you know, uh, to all our churches and, you know, credential our pastors. And for me, uh, it's a very, very special privilege uh, to, uh, you know, uh, credential your pastors because uh, I see the good work which is being done. And, uh, you know, I get their reports uh, every month and I thank and praise the Lord for 
uh, the amazing work which is being done here. So can I call your pastors up and pray for them and credential them for, license them for another year? Um, <clears throat> Pastor Ramana um, and Pastor Seema, can I pray for you? And <clears throat> Lord, our loving Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, God, Father, for these vessels whom you have called, whom you have predestined. They waited upon you, God, Father, to start, O oh God, which you have instituted. And O oh God, it's no looking back. The Lord would say to you, I've anointed you. I've filled you with your power to see things that many will not see, says the Lord. You will be able to discern things. And as you discern, <clears throat> and if people come up in faith, I will heal them. I have given you boldness to speak, and you will speak in boldness, says the Lord. Many fear, but I have given you that boldness to stand strong for me. I will build this church. The church is mine. As you call upon me, and as you call upon me to be holy and to be set apart, I'll pour my spirit on you, says the Lord. See, Mother, Lord would say to you, I prepare you. I prepare you. And the Lord is saying that you will be an instrument. When there is something which is not right, you will sense it. And you will warn all times. And you will give direction, says the Lord. This is something which I've given you. And you will see is happening in your life, says the Lord. Lord, I want to thank you, Father, for this wonderful couple. Everything what they do, Father, is for you, not looking at themselves. I thank you, Father, for the sacrifices that they have made. And I pray, God, your covering, your anointing to fall upon them in a new way, that you'll bless them abundantly for their faithfulness, God. We cover them, Father, with your precious blood. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you both. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> you know, um, I'm very happy that uh, your pastor is doing uh, the Acts of the Apostles. What a, you know, book to study. Uh, you know, you can dwell on this book for the entire year, I think, because there's so much. It's a book that you can really dwell on it uh, for a long, long time. <clears throat> and I thank and praise the Lord that uh, uh, your pastor is teaching uh, this book to you. <clears throat> so uh, I'm going to read uh, from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. So these are the only two verses that we will be looking at because there's so much that you can take from these two verses. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven 
as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were living. You know, there is something unique in these two verses. And when I look deeply into the verses, that's something which spoke to me. And the first word which spoke into my heart was a, the word Pentecost. And, uh, and I was dwelling on this word Pentecost. We have the Pentecost Sunday. We have so many celebrations and so on. But then what is the meaning of Pentecost? And then I, I did a reference on... Uh, <clears throat> uh, I did a reference, I, I think I, I, I put it down here, I can't remember. I, I did a reference and I found that the Pentecost basically is a celebration of harvest, of first fruits. And it happens after 50 days from the first Passover. Isn't that beautiful? And then when I looked at further, we see that the Lord, after his ascension, 10 days after, we see that the Pentecost, the Holy Spirit comes upon them on the day of the Pentecost. Now, what I want to, what inspired me was this. Here we see that there's something new which happens. The first fruit was being celebrated on the 50th day. And on the 50th day, God was bringing us a new fruit. And the new fruit was a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Isn't that beautiful? And it had to happen on the barley harvest so that you and I can harvest this new spirit which God has given us. It's the newness and that's the celebration of Pentecost that you and I have this Holy Spirit, our God in us. Isn't that beautiful? To move in his power to do what God has called us to do. So when I looked at that, oh God, isn't that beautiful that you waited for that particular day to send us the power and the anointing to move in him? And then when I looked at and studied a little more from the reference, I found that the law, I believe, was given on that particular day. The anniversary was on that particular day. So the law was taken and a new life was given. For me, when I looked at all this, when I studied, I thought, Lord, you're so good. You're so kind for us to see the new fruit in you and me. And as we go on, <clears throat> my, my first point, how do we do this? 
Just right. right, is it? Okay. Right. Okay. I hope you can read it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> they were all in one accord. They were all in one accord. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. <clears throat> so, some of you may be rugby fans, some of you may be uh, some kind of sports fan, maybe cricket, maybe, you know, soccer, whatever it is. But one thing have you noticed in uh, all these games? In rugby, especially when I watch, when somebody drops the ball, you know, they don't go and accuse him. But a person will come and tap at his back and say, it's all right. All the time we could see if someone makes a mistake, there is a person coming to encourage and to unite the team. There is always unity. So in one accord when they play and they are united, what happens is there is always victory. So you and I can learn something from that. When we are in one accord, battles are won. We are united together. When we united together and when we fast and pray, what happens is that battles are won. Two Chronicles chapter twenty verses two and four. I'll be there. Okay. Right. I'm sorry. <clears throat> 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verses 2 to 4. Some people came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from uh, Edom, from the other side of the Dead Sea. It is already in Hazan, Tamar. Alarmed Jehoshaphat, resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Now, look at this. Jehoshaphat was alarmed. Or you could say he had fear. The Bible also says that they were very close. The army was very close, probably about 20 miles away. That's where they were. So there was fear in the camp. But what do they do when there was fear? They were united together in one spirit. They were united and what they also united and fasted and worshiped the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? 
There was an urgency. The urgency brought them together. They needed protection, and because of the protection, they needed help from someone who could help. Not a person who could help here, but they looked to the Lord and said, Lord, we want you to help us. Today, would we, when we have a situation, would we unite together and seek the Lord? And when we unite together and seek the Lord, when we fast and we pray, what happens? There was prophecy. Today, when we worship the Lord, when we praised him in unity, there were words of encouragement. Why? Because God's presence is here. God is able to speak to us. So when they were praising and when they were worshiping, and when they fasted and prayed, there was a prophecy. This is what it says. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verses 15 to 17. He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of the vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. They will be climbing up the pass, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jerusalem. Jerusalem. <clears throat> you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord will give you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Isn't that beautiful? You will not have to fight this battle. Do not be afraid. When we are united in one spirit, the Lord fights the battles for you. If an enemy is attacking you, when somebody is attacking you, what would you do? You get together, fast and pray, and then the Lord will answer you. You will not have to fight the battles. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged because he fights the battle for you. Isn't it beautiful? When we have the Lord fighting battles for us, we do not fear. We only have to be united in one spirit, working together. When we unite together, and fast and pray, the Lord will listen to our prayers, and then he will give us victory. So what can we take home? If you've forgotten everything, one thing that you can take home today is this. When we are united, battles are won. Would you remember that this week? When we are united, Battles are won. Isn't it beautiful? When we are in one accord, 
prison doors are open. When we are in one accord, prison doors are open. Acts chapter 5, verses 6 to 12. Now, when Herod was about to bring him out on that very night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers. Just imagine now, Herod had put him in prison and he's happily sleeping between two soldiers. I don't know how he slept. He must be a good sleeper, isn't it? So two soldiers and he's sleeping fast asleep. And let's, let's see what happens here. <clears throat> and behold, it says, and he says, behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him and a light shone in the cell. He stuck Peter. Now, Peter fast asleep. Probably the angel gave him one whack. Maybe he gave him a slap. So anyway, he woke up. <clears throat> he woke him up saying, get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. Isn't that beautiful? Angel comes, gives him a whack, and the chains fall off. Chains fall off. Let's carry on. It's a beautiful story. <clears throat> and then, get up quickly, he says, and the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, dress yourself, put on your sandals, and he did so, and he said to him, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. How many of you, you know, in the dream, you're thinking that you're walking around? No, it, it would have been for him like a dream because just imagine middle of the night, somebody wakes you up and, and you're walking. So he, he would have really thought that it was a dream. And, and the word says as well. And he went on and followed him. And he, did not, and he did not know what was being done by the angel was real or not. But though he was seeing, a, but he thought he was seeing a vision. When they had passed the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened to them of its own accord. The prison doors opened on its own accord. There is something which is going to happen. It's beautiful. Let me bring this up to you. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I'm sure the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of the Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. Now, this is the climax of the story. When he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many were gathered together and were? Many were gathered together and what did they do? They were praying. Does the word say that they were disunited and praying? No. The word says they were gathered together. So what happened on the day of Pentecost? They were gathered together, united in one spirit. And here they were gathered together in one spirit. When they were gathered together, united, and they prayed, what happened? Heaven's doors opened and the Lord sent the angel. 
See, when we unite ourselves and we pray, what happens is heaven's doors are open and the Lord sends his angel and gives you a slap and wakes you up. And then you start walking in your dreams. Isn't it? And look at Peter. He walked out and the prison doors open. You don't have to open. Prison doors are open for you when we unite ourselves and pray. Prison doors are open. So when we have a situation, when we have a problem, get into a group, unite yourselves and pray. And when you pray, the prison doors are open for you. Isn't that beautiful? Our learning is this. If you have forgotten everything, first, what did you learn? Battles are won when we are united. And second, what's going to happen? When we are united, prison doors are open. Prison doors. What are prison doors? Prison doors can be something that we are involved in that we can't get out of it. A prison door is locked, is trapped, and you're inside. You can't get out. And that's, in your, that's when you are in prison. There is some addiction, something that you are in, whether it's smoking or drinking or pornography or whatever it is, you're addicted, you're into it, you can't get out of it. Get to a group and pray, and the Lord will send an angel and set you free, and that's what it is. Maybe it's work, maybe it's anything. What you're going through, when we unite together and when we pray and when we agree in one spirit, doors would be broken, prison doors would be broken. When we worship together, chains are broken and we are set free. When we are in one accord, when we are in one accord, <clears throat> prison doors are open. When we are in one accord and when we worship together, chains are broken and we are set free. Chains are broken and we are set free. Acts chapter 16, verses 25 and 26. <clears throat> About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there were there was such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prisons were shaken at once and the prison doors were open and everyone's chains came down. I've not written this uh, Bible verse, but I'll read it to you. Matthew 18 and 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am amongst them. So who were there? Paul and Silas. Two of them agreed. They were beaten up. They were in pain. They were in agony, bruised. They couldn't probably sleep and chains around them. Both their legs were tied and their hands were tied together. They could have murmured. They could have said anything. But what did they do? United in one spirit and their hearts reached to the Lord. 
Many a times what happens is that our mouths are open and we are worshiping, but our hearts are not really attached to the Lord. Our hearts are all over the place. Our mind is all over the place. When we truly worship him in spirit and in truth, and as Paul and Silas worshiped him in spirit and truth, what happened? The power came. The power of the Lord came. And the and the entire prison doors, everything opened up. There was an earthquake. There was an earthquake. When we are united in one spirit, chains are broken. Chains are broken when we are united in one spirit, when we agree together, when we pray from our hearts. Whatever chain that you are bound in, will be broken, God will set you free. God will set you free. Today, do you believe that? If you have a chain, if there is something which, which, you, which is binding you, today God wants to loosen it. God wants to loosen it. God wants to send an earthquake and loosen it and set you free so that you will be free and free indeed. Unity. Unity through humility is my last point. And before that, the learning that you and I would take home is that our chains are broken when we are united in prayer. First, when we are united together, we have victory. Battles are won. Second, we say prison doors are open. And third, we have chains broken. <clears throat> Unity is something so important for you and for me. Unity, when we are in one accord, there is unity through humility. Unity through humility. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. The heading that I've taken is from uh, KJV. <clears throat> Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection of mercy, fulfill my joy by, by being like-minded. Having the same love, being in one accord, or of one mind. Let nothing be done out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in loneliness, of mine. Let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. That will bring unity. Isn't that beautiful? Everything is summed up in this word. To be united together. When we want to pray together, 
when we want to unite ourselves together, we have to be like-minded. First thing Paul says is that we have to be like-minded. Second, he says, we will have we will have to have the love of Jesus to understand the other person, to have the love of Jesus. Third, he says, to be in one accord. When we come together to be in one spirit, to agree in one. And then he says, we have to have his mind, one mind to have his mind. Don't have any selfish ambition. Don't be the first person to say, no, this is the way it should be done. No selfish ambition. Don't bring out your ambition. But dying to self. Value others. Value others better than yourself. And have a loneliness of mind. So when we have this, then we are united in one spirit to see the move of the Lord. This takes me to the last point. When we are united together with one mind, when we are united together in love, when we are united together with no, with no selfish ambition, dying to self, and valuing others better than ourselves, with the loneliness of mind, what happens is that there will be a mighty rushing wind filling the house. And that's my next point, number three. Last point. There is a mighty rushing wind filled the house. There was, oh, what happened? There was a mighty rushing wind which filled the house, Acts chapter 2 and verse 2. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Therefore, when we gather together in one accord, when we gather together with no selfish ambition, when we gather together in love, have his love, considering others better than yourself, we will see the power of God just come and filling that place. Would you like to do that? Can I ask the worship team to come up? There are a few things that I want to bring out to you today. There were three important things that I was I talked about today. I want the Holy Spirit to move sovereignly in this place. I want the Lord to touch you this morning. I want the Lord to heal you this morning. Some of you here want battles to be won. Battles could be anything. We could have a battle which is raging at home. We could have some battles amongst our relatives. Maybe there's a battle in office. 
today god wants to fight those battles for you maybe you are in a prison situation as something that you cannot get out of you're right within maybe it's anger maybe it's a selfish ambition and i say lord i just can't handle it maybe it's adultery lord i can't handle it i'm trying today they're united in one spirit the lord is going to open the prison doors thirdly some of us maybe are chained to something chained to an addiction where you cannot give up you're chained today god wants to loosen you the love of god it's just flowing and that was my fourth point there was no condemnation there was no selfish ambition but the love of jesus was pouring and when the love of jesus flows the holy spirit will come and set you free would you then if you have identified yourself in many of these areas would you come up pastors are here to pray for you there's a mighty presence of the lord in this place there's a mighty move of the lord in this place it's beautiful would you like to be set free today would you like your battles to be won he is going to fight your battles would you come up and say lord fight my battles fight my battles give me victory lord i have no other agenda my agenda is you i want to be holy i want to be holy i want to be set apart i want all chains to be broken lord i want the chains to be broken and set free for you yes lord that's what i want to be come up says the lord come up lord i want i don't want to be in a prison i don't want to be a, in a prison i want to be set free oh lord loosen me today loosen me oh lord that's a mighty move i saw mighty move of the holy spirit this morning a mighty move lord we worship you he is holy he is holy he is holy there is no condemnation there is no condemnation because we are in unity in one spirit that's what he said that's what the word said that's what the word said and that's what we say yes there's no selfish ambition no selfish ambition 
but love is overflowing. Love is overflowing. Love is overflowing to touch. Love is overflowing to touch. A mighty move. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The river is flowing. The river is flowing. Let the river flow. Let the river flow this morning. Hallelujah. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh. Fall afresh today. Fall afresh today. Fall afresh today. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Isn't the Lord beautiful? Isn't the Lord beautiful? He is. Lord, you're going to do a new thing in these people who are standing here today. Something new that you're going to do, God, Father. The Lord would say to you, all of you, don't look at the former things. Today, 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 I'm doing something new. Today, I'm doing something new. Would you receive it? Would you receive it? Would you receive it? That's what I'm giving you. To be filled. To be filled. To be filled. I'm winning the battles for you. Every battle, I win for you. I go ahead, says the Lord. I go ahead, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, beautiful, oh, beautiful, oh, beautiful, oh, beautiful, hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, I see, I see his power coming. I see his power, I see his power, I see his power moving in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Lord Jesus, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus, you're so good. You're so kind. You're so faithful. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us at Omega. If you need prayer for healing or breakthrough, or simply to find out more, please head to our website or Facebook page in the links below.